0: Just hitting the record button now. It's been, it's Sunday, right? Can't tell what day it is right now. We're, at, War, we're at Warwick Flies. <laughs> yeah, they're out
1: here. At least we have the proper equipment to deal with them. <laughs>
0: we have the technology. <laughs> if
1: you hear a swat, you know what it is.
0: Uh Fair warning, I'm sorry if you're the spot as an audio listener. We do have a lot of flies that we're trying to take
1: care of. don't know where these motherfuckers came from, <laughs> but I know where they're going. Straight to fly hell. <laughs>
0: it's
1: like extra hell.
0: Oh my gosh, so funny. <laughs> when well, they say Cameron next week, because we are exhausted. And stuff like that. One of our, our listeners said, "Cause I told them I got a camera. They said like they've been wanting to see what it's like behind the scenes for you and me." It's really not that complicated. Man. <laughs> we got we got we got we got flashwaters out here. Just, we just out here. We out here with some flash waters and shit. Two dudes with a couple laptops and a flashwater on the side. Water between us. <laughs> get zoom up on the fly as it does. <laughs> That's. why some people did some shit like that? Oh, great. I might YouTube that now. It was actually a thing. <laughs> man, oh, man. Let's see. Let's get started. Welcome to Evil anyway Gaming Podcast, Episode Two Hundred One. I'm your podcast, MC Perry. Today I have Stone with his flash of water. I'm <laughs> here, I'm ready. Stone's Tech Corner, <laughs>
1: 101, It's a simple technology, but <laughs> one that is very useful.
0: Hey, if you're not familiar, we do things here. Evil anyway Game. We look at video game news, highlight, introduce the game community, talk that shit along the way, and occasionally walk it back. <laughs> Shout out to our relationship. Shout out to the people that support us. We're at 201. Wow. Outside of that, Stone. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> here. You're here. Tired. I'm up. <laughs> you, said, you got it wild tonight?
1: Yeah, I got uh, Raid tonight. We're going to finish up going back to Old War. Uh, we're going to try to get the uh, extra boss done in there, Algalon. Okay. We finished our progression on the other bosses because the guild that I'm currently in uh, didn't come quite complete Old War whenever it was in phase. So.
0: hmm So now that you are in phase, you pretty yeah. good to go.
1: Now that, yeah, now that we're in the next phase, we get got much higher level gear and, you know, much better quality of players, too, apparently, than when they originally had it in... War and
0: you know now we're just smashing shit so that's good raids are going down as well too I'm guessing and it's being yeah. times maybe about two hours compared to four yeah uh, we're currently we're we're real close to
1: being 50 out of 50 in um, trial of the grand crusader so we're I think we uh, ended up killing a noob with uh, 48 wipes Left in uh to gc so we, we only wipe twice during the raid, both of them to the noob. Oh, uh, which is the last boss in the raid. If we manage to kill him without wiping uh once throughout the raid, then we get like extra super pe- special loot.
0: Ah, cool, cool, cool. And That's it, that raid shit. Yeah, uh,
1: it is <laughs> it, it's a challenge for sure in 25 man. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of people you got to coordinate and we're getting real close okay so maybe another week maybe maybe another week cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Uh, but yeah so we're doing that and we're we're clearing TOGC in about two hours um, well like Ani and TOGC in like two hours um, mm. which is pretty good I think uh, we spend a lot of time between bosses pulling and uh, doing loot and stuff like that so. yeah
0: yeah happy 10 year anniversary to Final Fantasy fourteen. Because I was like yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: can't believe that game's already been out 10 years. 2013. I remember when I went to GameStop to like, try to get the game in. And someone like, did you not hear about what happened with this game? X, Y, Z? Like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no. Because I wasn't that deep into games media then. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I just came to grab a fucking game. But then you realize that it's an MMO and it didn't do too well. And now it's one of the probably greatest MMOs of all time. I don't know. That's up for debate. Mm -hmm. It'll probably go wild then, 14, for some. I don't know. Uh, And now they're out here making Final Fantasy XVI, same studio. Uh, First impressions, Armour Core 6. How you liking it, Stone? I like it. Uh,
1: it's it's very much an Armored Core game. Uh, it, it feels like all the old Armored Core games I used to play. I uh, I didn't play. I played the first one and the second one, the spin offs from the second one. Um, I played Armored Core 3, and then I missed out on 4 and 5. You know, I was like, oh, I need to play Armored Core. And when it came out, I just. I don't know what happened, but I just didn't play when they came out. Um. <clears throat> But I picked up Armored Core Six. It's very much an armored core game. Um, you know, you have the high speed mech battles, customization features there. You can kind of play a lot of different types of mechs. Um, I enjoy the fact that whenever you fail at a mission, you can go into your mech assembly and you can completely rearrange your mech. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like if you get stuck on a boss, you're not stuck there at the checkpoint. You can you have access to all of your different Armor parts. So anything that you you have already bought or acquired, you can swap into mm-hmm. readily at any checkpoint, uh, which I think is great because that's kind of the point of Armor Core. Like one of the I don't know, features, I guess, of it mm-hmm. is the fact that you're supposed to tailor your mech for the encounter. Mm-hmm. So you know you go you kind of go in blind because you don't know what you're going to be expecting or facing. Uh, but once you get in there and you fail a few times, you kind of figure out what you need to succeed, and then you're supposed to modify your mech to meet those standards.
0: Yeah, I've seen some of your gameplay. It looks fantastic. Uh, someone just got someone tweets on here online. Someone said, "I feel like I'm in I'm in Gundam with how smooth you take out you sh- take out some of the ships." Yeah, you feel that? way? Oh, hey.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would I think that Armored Core is. Uh, a game or a franchise that's somewhere between a Gundam and uh, like a Mech Warrior. Because uh, Mech Warrior has like, you know, the mech customization, but it's slow and plodding. You know, it, it feels like you're driving a tank around the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: whereas Armored Core is a little bit more fast paced and kind of more anime esque, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't say it's quite as ridiculous as uh, Gundam can get.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen some people. Just also, uh, someone said, like, well, compared to, like, Final Fantasy XVI where it's scripted and, like, you know, like, there's going to, you're going to hit those walls and you're going to, like, there's no different way to play it out because it's how the game's made compared to, like, Armor Core 6 where you are the one making the scripts. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of fighting. Yeah. So, and, like, fighting some of the giant bosses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, which is cool. Yeah, so me finally beat sixteen. Good God, finally, finally beat Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, I don't see it for game of the year. No, I. I the more I've talked, shout out to, fan correspondents somewhere appears. Um, <laughs> Stone Rose, a glass <laughs> water, and then stopped. <laughs>
1: Well, it was over here fucking
0: around, and then
1: it blew off like a little bitch. (laughs) Uh,
0: But anyways, Final Fantasy XVI was just, uh, it was fun for what it was trying to go for. Just drug. And, like, people that are, like, into it, like, the lore and, like, Active Time lore that was, like, doing all this background study, try to be connected. I'm just like, I just want to be connected to the the people already. Um, the ending was our cool, um it really stinks that like the epic battles are what made it really good mm-hmm. compared to the overall story itself. if that makes sense? Yeah. Cause like the story just kind of like fiddles out and doesn't like bu- knock your socks off or anything like that. So, um, I would give it maybe if I was to look at it like on the IGN scale or like the GameSpot scale scale, seven or eight out of him. Yeah. That's it. But, like, to say, like, oh, yeah, it's, um... Uh, I mentioned Pentecost Park because we're talking about that. Shots of Vance. Um, we were talking about it and we are talking about, like, Game of the Year. I was like, it's going to be interesting to see what's up for Game of the Year. Because either you're going to go Boulder's Gate, Zelda, Starfield, Spider-Man, raising it before. And he said, like, also Final Fantasy 16. I'm like, no, nah, man. Like, uh... I can't even see it going up for a game of the year whatsoever. And he said, like, well, uh, Stranger Things have happened. I'm like, no, like, it's not that, it just doesn't deserve a spot at all. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I'm not even trying to sound ludicrous or mean about the game. I just don't think it's just what everyone's planning it out to be. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, and we were talking, like, me and Jay were talking about, like, there's, like, some recency bias coming out when people say, like, this is their, it might be their favorite game, but they say, like, this is the best Final Fantasy game out of all of them. Which is, like, weird to say to me. Yeah. Like, because I've seen people in the mainstream further than us say, like, this is the best Final Fantasy game. Like, this is their God of War moment. I'm like, huh?
1: Like... I mean, I don't know, just from what I've seen and what I've played of it, uh, I think that 15 is a better game than 16 is, and 15 wasn't all that great. Yeah. <laughs> like, 15 was all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, Jacob, that's Jacob's favorite one, because that was his first one. Yeah. He's like, 15 is better than 16, and then he says that seven, like Final Fantasy VII Remake is better than 16, and he doesn't really like seven. so, Remake, you know? <laughs> Right? But it's just like where are we getting off saying that it's just interesting topic because like if you're like talking about it's a fear of missing out kind of thing mm-hmm. then okay I get you and like I would say play the game and experience it and enjoy the combat enjoy the story but to say that it's the best of all of them it's a little weird you know <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, otherwise like it has potential I just think the fact of the matter is that I've seen the, this team what they did for 14 and like it's just the same way just like it's slow it builds you tells you what's going on but like when you see the entire game for what it is I'm just giving my final thoughts like when you see the game for what it is it's just like huh you go into a town alright mm-hmm. how you get into the town like what you gotta you have to do missions for the townsperson in charge of it and then you get a plaque that allows you to go around the freaking uh, around the map am like huh okay that's weird and then the fact that the the map is just like you go into it and then like there's no hud mm-hmm. like for like a mini hud for see your map it got so annoying after a while like where i had to like pause, and to see if I was going the right way. He said, yeah, but there's a marker for that. I'm like, yeah, there is a marker for me to tell me where to go, but if I had, to like, a map in the corner, I wouldn't have to worry about that. You know? Yep. <laughs> and the whole, com like, the icons, and I just rather wish we'll they would either going full combat or a story mode, because your story that you're trying to tell me is hidden in the side quest, and the combat that you're giving me is a one button based off icon stuff and then it's like mixing and matching the your the abilities. Cool. But there's no death compared to like a Devil May Cry or Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. It kinda got an ode. And then you just throw trash mobs at me the entire game. Yep. And then the hunts that you do, which I found fun. You know what I had, had to do to make the game fun with that? What? Uh so there you have the hunts or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Hunts aren't that hard, that kind of stuff. So, I literally took a picture after every hunt just to say that I killed the thing. Just to make, just add something to it. Engaged with the photo mode? Engaged in the photo mode. I would just have, I would turn Clive around and just take a quick picture like, I killed this thing. That's it. It's not that me being mean or mad or anything. I'm just like, huh i kill this thing. That's it. And there's only 32 hunts. And the hunts are just like one extra move of a monster you've already faced. I'm like, really? <laughs> you know? You know? Like, where's the depth in here, guys? I know I can do it. So it just makes me wonder what the DLCs going to look like. If the game gets DLC, you know? Right, right. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was just my final thoughts about 16. Um, if it's up for game of the year... I really don't see it winning at all. Like with this stack lineup coming up. Yeah. Good gosh. Alright, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre reviews. Um, it looks like a Dead by Daylight type of game. Yeah,
1: Uh. well I mean, it's asymmetric horror. So, uh, PvP game. So that definitely rings, you know, Dead by Daylight bells there. Mm-hmm. Um. It looks like it's a four by, or four versus three setup, which is kind of interesting, I think. Um,
0: so. so, people surviving from three other people? Yeah, so it seems like. Hmm, I wonder if Jason would play it.
1: Well, probably. He's into that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I think it's gotten like eight. I think it's has got like an eight out of ten on IGN. Mm-hmm. It's not performing too bad at all.
1: Yeah. Uh, looks like Gamespot gave it a nine. Yeah,
0: Gamespot gave it a nine. Uh, Let's see, Texas Chainsaw Master. I'm just see what the Metacritic score is. Metacritic. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on!
1: Yeah, um, I mean, the, the way that Asymmetric Core is set up is that, you know, usually it's done as like a 1v so many uh, mm. in order to create a balance in the game. Yeah. Um, but this seems like it's intentionally stacking the deck against the survivors or victims, mm-hmm. uh, as they call them in the game. So, like, it's, in, it's intentionally... Creating like a horror scenario, like a one where it's always going to be an uphill battle, you know. Yeah.
0: So it's in seventy three right now. metascore score, minus meta score, but it's getting like an eight point two user rating right now. Mm-hmm. User score, so it's about a decent game. Yeah. So if you're into those type of games, I would definitely say check it out.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think it'll be better for Q times, uh, for sure, because. I don't know uh, if you've ever played Dead by Daylight, but so since it's one killer versus four survivors, uh, survivors queue up basically instantly in oh, really? Dead by Daylight. Yeah, so like if you want to play a game as a survivor, you just use queue up instantly. It happens automatically, basically anytime you want to play. Uh, but sur- uh, but killers usually sit in queue for like thirty minutes. <laughs> Holy shit! No yeah. wonder I get tired of playing the game. Well, usually, whenever we play, we play as a group of four. So we're playing as like a team of survivors.
0: Always having people ready to go. Yeah, so we're always just like just cycling through it, you know. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, up next, opening night live announcements. There was some good stuff in here, man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think so. There's some stuff that I didn't know was coming out, too. Um, what surprised you the most?
1: Uh, a surprise? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Black Myth Wukong probably surprised me the most. We hadn't really heard anything about that.
0: Um, So I was excited to hear about that. Little Nightmares 3, though? I was like, okay. Little Nightmares 3, yeah. I was like, okay, I don't really play those games. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a
1: game that got announced that kind of caught my eye. Um, It was called uh, Fort Solace.
0: Oh, gosh. I did look into that game. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, like some of the stuff that's on here, we'll go deeper into because they have like their own articles. And just so if we talk, if you feel like we're talking about it again, that's what it is. Um, Fort Solace, I did look it up. Yeah, it's kind of like just a walking simulator, though.
1: Is it okay? Yeah, I wasn't sure. It kind of it kind of gave me like Dead Spacey vibes. Yeah, so I was like, oh well, that seems interesting. But or Troy Baker, <laughs> yeah, Troy Baker, he who cannot do any wrong. <laughs> what's funny
0: is that that game dropped the same day as uh, on opening like live, so it dropped the same day. You're like, yeah, right. just it's out today. I was like, oh shit, this game looks kind of hot. And I looked it up. It's only a thirty dollar game. I'm like, all right, what's the catch here? It just says that like the walking is slow, like it's potentially like a slog. Well, like when you just move the the panel. Um, Payday 3 around the corner. Yeah, I that game, 3. I thought that game was coming out next year, not next month. Mm. <laughs> payday
1: 3, Diablo 4 Season 2, Season of Blood. The year of what? I don't know. I'll probably play it more than I played uh, the first season, which was I started a character and then stopped. Like, I, I think I got my Barbarian, like, I started a Barbarian for season one, and I maybe got it to, like, level 20, and then I stopped.
0: So, it, let me get this right for Diablo. You play through the story, yeah, and then you wait for the season?
1: So, yeah, you, you start a character in the Eternal Realm, and then you you play through the story, and you could play in the Eternal Realm and do, like, the more in-game stuff, like, going into, like, your Capstone Dungeon, you know, make sure you hit level 50, starting to do, like, um, Nightmare Dungeons and that sort of thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in the end game um, And then whenever the season comes out, whenever you start a new character, you can skip the story and just start level
0: one, go on to do whatever you want. Oh, okay. Yeah. But there's uh, there's supposed to be new content with it, right? Right. So in
1: season one of Diablo 4, the uh, season of the uh, Malignant, uh, they had these things called Malignant Hearts. So like there were like demonic infested enemies basically. Yeah. And then you would kill them and then they would drop Malignant Hearts and they were basically legendary gems. Yeah. Or something akin to them. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. That was the whole season mechanic.
0: No, no. That's just not know. Yeah. I remember Jacob talking about, like, yeah, no, that was not cool. That stinks. All right. Well, hopefully season two looks better, because I've seen some of it. Well, Man. and plus, I mean, there were issues
1: with, like, the gameplay itself with Diablo 4, because the, the, the campaign was fun, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and then, like, I started my character, and it was just like... Like, literally the only way to level up in Diablo is to go and do dungeons and, like, ignore the open world and not do any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, questing isn't efficient. None of that's efficient. You just, you, you would go into dungeons and, like, that's the fastest way to level and it was fucking monotonous and boring as shit. But it's like, if you tried to level up by questing, it was just going to take four fucking ever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and it already takes four fucking ever. Like, my character on the Eternal Realm, which is like my first character I started, my Sorcerer, mm-hmm. I think I'm level like. I think I'm level like 60 or something like that, 65 maybe. And they crunch the numbers on the XP required to get to max level, which is 100. Mm-hmm. And the XP required to get from 85 to 100 is the same amount as it is to get from 1 to 85.
0: Yeah. Or you so
1: eighty five is the halfway point, and I've got like thirty hours. Some get to that guy, and I am just like, I no, I ain't doing it. So I just fucking stop playing. Yeah, you are like, yeah, I am just done. Yeah, and it, it, the, it's like the amount of time it takes to to even do anything in that game it's just ridiculous. It's like uh, we need to we need a little something here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Elder season two just coming out in October. Halloween vampires. Yes. Sounds about right.
1: Well, and they also said that... The, I mean, there's a lot of feedback that they got and, like, fixes that they wanted to make to the game. But a lot of those fixes can't be done unless it's, like, a major update, like, with a season release, yeah. basically. So all that stuff that they wanted to change about the game can't be changed until Season 2.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, because Season 1 was already in development and already, like, done, basically, and set up. So it's like, okay, well, they need to... They have to develop all the shit, which will take time, and then it comes out with season two. So.
0: Fucking bullshit is what we're hearing right now. Get it together, Blizzard. When we start trusting you again, you throw the ball. Oh, right, Blizzard? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Let's see. What else do we have here? Assassin's Creed Mirage. They showed a new trailer for that. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, looking pretty good, I think. Uh, it it kind of, it makes me think that they're getting back to, like... The roots! The roots.
0: The roots of Assassin's Creed. Because, uh, I didn't, I still haven't played Valhalla. I have that game downloaded, too. I just... Something weird. Huh. I don't know. I I should play Valhalla before this comes up, because I play every Assassin's Creed game. Um, Tekken 8 world premiere comes out January 24th. Not in a million years did I think that Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and Tekken would all have a new fighting game and within six months apart from each other. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I <laughs> know, right? Not even... Whoa, whoa, whoa. June... Yeah, ten, like three months apart from each other for uh, from uh, Street Fighter to Mortal Kombat, because Mortal Kombat is next month, which is wild. Mm-hmm. The game looks fun, though. Uh, Tekken 8, can't wait. I can't wait to play the beta, and that's going to be fun. Uh, let's see. Call of Duty Mario Warfare 3. Alright. Y'all yeah, know I don't play a lot of Call of Duty games at all. I might have to play this one. <laughs> yeah. I might have to play this one. Because that story mode that they were showing off, it looks great. <laughs> like, Stone's like I don't play Call of Duty. But... But if I did... <laughs> but if I did, it'd just be for the damn story. Because that, like I said, I don't even buy into the whole army shit, but geez. Uh, Nightwing Girl got you... Like an uh, early access release for February 22nd?
1: Yeah. Uh, they've been doing like closed betas and stuff like that. Uh, invitation only sort of thing for a while now. Uh, but it looks like on February 22nd, uh, they'll be releasing it into early access for like an open beta sort
0: of thing, basically. Then you go check it out then? Oh yeah, for sure. Cool, cool, cool. Rambo Fantasy Relink. This is my game, uh, fe- February 1st mm mm-hmm. um, This game... I kid you not. It's an RPG. Yeah. I mean, JRPG, however you want to say it. It's going to have, like, where you get to make your own... You don't get to make your own characters, but you get to pick your own characters. Mm-hmm. I, this game, for me, is weird. Okay. And I mean this in all seriousness, and I just don't know how to break it down. The game is going to be single player experience you can do everything you want offline or you can play multiplayer together with your friends Mm -hmm. like with side quests or quests they give it like a monster hunter that way um there's gonna be over a hundred quests that way cool that sounds fun problem is though it's not going to feel like an entire game mm-hmm. not like it's not going to be like Genshin Impact in terms of like gotcha stuff but the fact that you can add characters to your roster it makes me wonder like well are you going to say these are like DOC characters or microtransactions you know or do you get to find these different characters Within the game itself, you know? hmm So, but, because the game it's is going to be $60 when it comes out, but all this weirdness makes it feel like a gotcha game, you know? Yeah. But if it's not going to be a gotcha game, like, what's it going to be, you know? Because mm-hmm. it says upcoming action role-playing game appears to be back after facing a number of delays and the loss of Platinum Games as its primary developer. Oh, shit. That makes sense why this game's taking so long. But still, though, it's like, huh? How's this game coming out? And I've watched videos of it. Someone tries to say, like, please do some research. I'm like, dude, I just watched, like, two or three videos on this shit. What do you mean do some research? I'm talking about what I was missing my fear, but I hope that it's not going to be they said it's supposed to be a single player experience with multiplayer aspects. Okay. If you say so. Um, Immortals of Avium. I hear that this game is actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, I don't know it. It looks like the from the trailer and everything. Um, it so the the studio that is putting this out. It's uh, founded by former Dead Space and Call of Duty developers. Mm-hmm. Uh And it strip looks like high fantasy Call of Duty yeah like it it looks like wizard Call of Duty
0: (laughs) yeah I think Uh, the worst I've seen is like don't buy this right now because of everything that's coming out right now mm -hmm. so it's just like pick and choose huh um Zenless Zone Zero didn't know about this Honkai I mean another gotcha game another gotcha game Honkai Star Rail yeah Oh my gosh, Genshin Impact! Well, that's Another gotcha game. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is that with this, with the Grand Blue Relink, which I hope we can all play together? Maybe. Uh, my problem with it is that with these, like with the Genshin Impact when you start off, you get to pick a male, a uh, man or woman, to you know, to make your character. But like in Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Where's your food at? I just thought about
1: that. Oh, uh, it's coming. Okay, cool.
0: Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. You get to pick between two characters, right? hmm They already have preset names, but you get to change the name. I'm like, wait, what? Why would I do that? Yeah, it just seems weird. Uh, I just don't know. Lord of the Fallen? Yeah, uh, Lords of the Fallen looks pretty good.
1: Um, this is a remake, uh, or a reboot, rather, of uh, the uh, 2014 title by the same name mm-hmm. um and it feels very Dark Soulsy. like it I played the original one from 2014 um it it's like baby's first Dark Souls kind
0: of okay cool
1: like that's that's the look and feel of the world is the same that dark fantasy sort of thing um you know dodge roll combat that sort of stuff um I mean, it looks like a a game... It doesn't rip off of Dark
0: Souls or anything, but it's just very inspired by it. Okay, cool. I like it. I like it, I like it. It comes out October 13th. Good God. October is stacked. Yep. Uh, Let's see. Sonic Superstars actually looks pretty fun to me. It comes out October 17th, the same day as freaking... Mario, what are we doing here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Sonic Frontiers uh, is getting an update. The September Final 20- Horizon.
0: September 28th. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if Cups will play this game or not. Probably. I'm sure he's excited for it. I mean, I'm excited for Superstars, but like Frontier looks like a... I can't wait for Cell. i got to go 1 a deep, deep Cell for me. Yeah. Uh, the first Descendant, I didn't hear about this game.
1: Yeah, uh, so it's like a sci-fi fantasy like looter shooter sort of thing. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I haven't really heard about this until it was announced at GamesCon, so I'll look more into it. I think um, first impressions
0: though, it kind of seems like an Outriders. Ah, you know, those are always cool. Oh, I didn't, I didn't mention it. Uh, Crimson Desert, that game looked kind of cool too.
1: Yeah, it looks very impressive. Um, it, it's supposed to be like a prequel to Black Desert, right? Is that what it is? I, I believe so. From what I understand, it's it's like a, a, intended as a prequel to okay, Black Desert so Online.
0: Okay, so is it going to be like a online type game then?
1: I'm not sure. Uh, I, I really hadn't dug too far into it. Um, it's just what uh, from what I've seen of it, it's yes. just set in the same universe as Black Desert Online.
0: Yeah, the upcoming action RPG from and Developer Parabas. Per- yeah, showed off supposed to action that's fantasy world, set in the same universe as the Black Desert Online. Mm. The combat looked a lot like Witcher 3 mixed with For Honor.
1: I would definitely say
0: it looks a lot like The Witcher.
1: Yeah, uh, just from what I've seen of it. Um, the the combat, the world, it looks a lot like The Witcher. Um, it also reminds me of a game called. Um, Oh, shit. What was that stupid game's name? Uh, Deliverance. Kingdom Come yeah. Deliverance. That's what it was.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Come Deliverance. I can see that. Yep. I thought about getting into... <laughs> but with, like,
1: magic. <laughs>
0: yeah. I thought about getting into Black Desert, but I heard there's, like, super transactions in that game. Oh, I'm um, Sure. The, uh, the particle effects, though, are kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit, like someone just falling from the sky, that kind of stuff, you're fighting things. Yeah, this game looks hot. Man, oh man. Flash water. You can carry a sheet. Flash water. Flash water? Yeah. Flash water?
1: Very, very...
0: Damn it. <laughs> it was on my, what's it called? <laughs> it just like fl- flew over here. I'm like, all right, cool. You want to die today? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die today. Uh, flies, guys. Men's worst enemy. Uh, Let's see where we're we
1: at. <laughs> oh, and uh, confirmed you can pet the dog and the cat.
0: Oh, the game. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Crimson Desert coming out soon. No, it's not coming that soon. I think it showed an update. My bad. Will you just stop? <laughs> Good God. Uh, let's see. What's it? We're, we are talking about Sonic. First Descendant. We just talked about that. Under the Waves.
1: Yeah, Under the Waves uh, was announced. Uh, there's like a launch trailer for it. Uh, so it's, it's coming out on August 29th. So very soon. Uh, probably by the time you hear this, it'll be out or close to it.
0: I may mean, be out Tuesday <laughs> the day after this goes yeah. up. Uh,
1: this one feels or looks kind of like a like a walking simulator type game uh, or it, it's like a very heavily like
0: narrative driven game. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that one cuz I saw the Fort Solace one but I didn't see Yeah. this one. You know, I know we just talked about Fort Solace. Yeah. Yeah, we just did But the thing is, though, that game is going to be on Game Pass under the waves. So, Mm -hmm. if it's a quick little game, you would probably check it out. Yeah. If it's on Game Pass, I'll probably check it out. Expeditions, a Mudrider game.
1: Yep. Uh, Another sandbox, you know, play uh, and taking vehicles into, like, extreme terrain, basically. Yep. Um, Which seems neat. Uh, so this one tasks the players with uh, the research and understanding of the environments around them. Uh, for example, there are drones to scout out the location and a metal detector and winch and an echo sounder to dredge underwater finds.
0: Mm. Also, the Crew Motor motorfest. I need to find me a good racing game just to race because I used to play them. Um, Crew motorfest. they're saying that they're going to at least be a, a five-hour free uh, trial period, which will be cool. We will be back after Stone eats this food.
1: Hello.
0: We are back after killing two flies and sandwich later. That's right. <laughs> man, oh man, that was great. Uh, let's see what we got here. We're still going through Open Night Live. Let's see. Crew motor for us. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, new ways to play. Update coming soon. Yeah, the uh, Phantom Liberty expansion. Yup, you can like sh- fight from the car now and shit. Mm mm-hmm. um, Dogtown. It'll be accompanied with a free major upgrade too. Update to the game, so you don't have to experience it through Phantom Liberty. Pretty much overhaul on the game again well there you go <clears throat> maybe
1: now it'll be like how it was supposed to be whenever it came out
0: yeah we can go ahead and talk about this too because I think the other one's like a video but they said like this is like the last big update mm-hmm. before they go to cyberpunk 2 you mean
1: cyberpunk 2078
0: well that's what that's gonna be right
1: I, don't
0: know. <laughs> I mean I'm just making a joke you know well, apparently
1: we already have 2,000 Cyberpunks, so...
0: <laughs> My thing is just, though, uh, it won't take that long to make 2, t- right? It shouldn't. Generally
1: speaking, sequels don't take as long to make as the original titles do. Um, because they've already done development on the world, the story, the lore, uh, mm-hmm. and also the world itself uh, has already been created basically they just need to update it
0: mm-hmm which is cool I mean he said 2077 is just around the corner the god <clears> packed. <throat> packed um stormgate I don't remember this one Frost giant studios uh, starcraft and Warcraft 3 oh that's cool uh, let's see if we can see get a senses of this trailer Oh, real time. So, Warcraft. Got you. Yeah. That looks cool. You might think they're cute, but don't get too close. You might think they're cute, but don't get too close. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Your yeah. game that you've mentioned before, Last Epoch. Epoch. Yep. Uh, looks power. like there's a new class getting released for it. Uh, expected to roll
1: out on September 7th called The Rune Master. Is this uh, in early access? Yeah, it's currently in early access um, on PC.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. So if you like these kind of games, if you like Diablo...
1: Yeah, it's an action RPG, so it's like a Diablo.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Marble Snap is now on PC. Or anyone wants to play it on PC. Right. Armour Core 6. Stone's having a blast right now. Warhaven. um, A free-to-play medieval fantasy title. Yeah, uh
1: so that seems something like um like a siege warfare or a big uh like open world uh, or not open world but like open battle kind of thing. Um there are some similar titles out there right now where it's just like big massive uh, medieval battles and stuff yeah, like
0: that. Yeah, yeah. Too bad it's only uh chose to minute trailer. Uh, let's see. Sindel coming back. And General Shao. Yeah, like Chivalry,
1: uh Hal, that's what it was. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking. Anyway, keep going.
0: Is that Mortal Kombat 1? Sindel's coming back. Good God. They're throwing everything in this game. Hell what? yeah. Mortal Kombat 1. And it looks like this time that instead of Liu Kang, because Liu Kang's the god, mm-hmm. Raiden is Earth's champion. So the roles are reversed.
1: Yeah. Well, because Mortal Kombat 1 basically resets the universe, right?
0: Yeah. and uh, Mortal Kombat 11, he reset. Liu Kang becomes god, a god, and he resets the timeline.
1: Okay.
0: Because the timeline was messing up in 11, so he reset it. Which is fun. But the fact that Earth's Champions is, you know. Uh, Let's see this one. Aura. History Untold. This is like, you know, a civilization type of game. Yep.
1: Uh, Looks like it's coming out um,
0: on Xbox. On Game Pass, too. Game Pass. 2024. Cool, cool, cool. I can't wait. I like those type of games sometimes. We need to like schedule a day so we can play some Civ again. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I'm just Yeah, it looks like
1: a uh it it looks like um City Skylines, but through the ages, mm-hmm. kind of. So like if Civilization and City Skylines had a baby, it's kinda of what it looks like here.
0: Uh the game <clears throat> I'm looking at right now is called Dustborn. These art styles that they're going for right now are interesting. I just, I just think that it's just like cartoonish comic book style that Oh, two thousands vibe is coming back. I'm just trying to figure out when, okay, early 2024 is when that comes out. Um, if you're hearing in the background, I'm just playing some of the trailer. Uh, let's see. Thank goodness you're here. Well, I don't even know what that is. Uh, it's co- slap. For, described as a comedy slatformer, this game follows a traveling salesman who arrives too early for his meeting with the mayor of Barnsworth. That tracks. That's a. Uh, oh good gosh, this looks like a like an old cartoonish game. Uh, let's see, Alan Wake Two. is around the corner still no what's it called I, I like this show was really updates about the games that we've been waiting for nothing crazy was announced yep it was just of an updates and fuck off to the guy that tried to jump on stage and talk about like where's GTA 6 at we yeah GTA I've, 6 that's unfortunate
1: um <laughs> well, I I think that somebody did something similar at like the game awards last year too, right?
0: Yeah, someone just uh just jumped on and talked about like my rabbi Bill Clinton or some shit like that. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? Like <clears throat> how do you my question is like how do you just jump on stage like that? Yeah, how does that happen? <laughs> yeah. And, like it's just twice well, now that Jeff has key's happened to him.
1: Well, and that's the thing though, it's like um Confidence is the best camouflage, right? That's why it's called conning somebody, because it's a confidence game, right? Um, if you just walk in someplace like you own the place, like, you know, like if you see a door that's open and not, you know, propped open or it's not guarded or anything, nobody's there, you just walk in and just like act like you're supposed to be there, then nobody's really going to pay attention to you. Yeah. You know? If you look like you're lost, you'll be noticed. But if you just walk in and just walk to the stage, then, like, nobody's probably going to stop you.
0: You Yeah, I mean, that's what's happened twice. Yep. Oh, man. It didn't want to get destroyed. The fly that got away. The fly that got away. Uh, So, yeah, and other
1: news looks like uh, Baldur's Gate 3 has had its first major patch with over a thousand bug fixes. Great for the game. Yep. No, I'll go
0: from the top rope anymore.
1: No, I think that's in the game still. I think they're just doing some balance changes and fixes and whatnot. A
0: thousand uh, damn. Just like they knew this. They're like, listen, we got to mm-hmm. fix this right now. They
1: did say that they are uh, bringing back Short King Summer. Uh, because apparently, in the game, if your character is short of stature, uh, there were some. Visual bugs and uh, mechanic issues, basically with kissing, love interests. Oh, not that you couldn't, but it just
0: looked weird because they wouldn't like bend down to kiss you, sort of thing. Basically, oh, that's wild. That's funny. That's funny. Short kings, looking out for us. We need to kiss the tall girls. <laughs> <laughs> if you are playing a dwarf or half <laughs> uh, it's also coming to Xbox this year, though which is cool, but without split-screen for the Series S, right? Or is the split-screen for both? Baldur's Gate 3 is coming to Xbox this year?
1: Yeah, uh, so Baldur's Gate 3 is coming to Xbox later this year. Um, it. They haven't set a date or anything. They just said that it's coming this year as opposed to next year. Um, apparently, the hold-up with the... Uh, game coming to the xbox was the xbox series s they were having trouble with co-op on the series s because uh, just the hardware couldn't handle it basically so they talked it over with xbox game studios and have come to an agreement where they're going to put out the game on the series x and s but the series s will not include co-op when it comes out
0: okay so this We've been the Xbox section because there's been a lot of good Xbox articles and stuff like that. Um, we'll start with the Phil Spencer one because I thought it was interesting how he says, insist games launch across Xbox Series X and as to swipe, go Borders Gate 3 no-show. We're going to learn from this experience. What? hmm
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the fact that, you know, Larian is like, well, we're going to have to stagger our releases basically because we're having trouble with the xbox series s you know console it's just like they they put out the game instead of doing a, a simultaneous release on all, all platforms they put out the game first on pc because first and foremost they make pc games and they have they port pc games to console that's how it was with divinity too
0: um, and I'm starting to get used to it, actually. The, mo- the moving and stuff in Gate 3. Yeah. Um, but,
1: yeah. So, then they, they, they uncoupled it all, released it on PC, and then they're putting it out on the PS5 uh, in early September. You know, September 6th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they weren't going to put out the game on the Xbox until next year. Uh, Because of the struggles with uh, co-op split screen on um, the Series S. Mm -hmm. And according to Microsoft's policy, you can't put out a game for the Xbox Series if it doesn't work on the Series S with all the features. Yeah. So, uh, you you have to have the same gameplay features on the Series X and the Series S uh, in order to put out a game on their platform. Larian couldn't do that. So they're like, it's going to take them more time to develop.
0: So will split Screen come eventually or no.
1: Uh, I'm not sure, but they, they did say that, um, apparently according to IGN, uh, Microsoft has, uh, sent in some engineers to help Larian overcome this problem, uh, specifically. So the like Xbox is, has an interest in making this happen. Um, so, they're, they're trying to make sure
0: that... Um well, and then it's, it gets to that point where it feels like, well, maybe they... I don't like saying it because I know people that have a Series S. It does feel like like things like this M- might be holding up the generation, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's that half step. Well, I think that they uh, I think
1: Xbox's idea with the Series S was that it was supposed to be a platform that could still, like, computationally run the things it needed to run. Like, it could do all, like, the CPU and, like, physics-bound, you know, calculations that it needed to. Um, it just did not have the graphics hardware to run everything in, like, 4K60 or 4K120 or whatever the shit, right? Yeah. Um, you know, they were like, okay, well, this game, this is, like, the 1080p console, right? Maybe 1440p. Um but then it's like, okay, well, now you're making. Whenever uh, developers make games for consoles, they have a specific mm-hmm. set of hardware. That's kind of the, the draw of it, right? But now it's like, well, you're not developing for one console. You're developing for two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, presumably, with a a game that's designed to work on PC and getting ported, you would think that that wouldn't be that big of a deal, like. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of the nature of the beast with a PC game: is you set a minimum hardware requirement, and say, uh, you know, basically this is the this is the platform that we designed the game to run on, um, and if you do not meet these minimal requirements, you won't be able to play our game. Um, and then they have like the super, uber, ultra, crazy settings,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like, well, you would just think. Okay, well, if I just set everything to minimum spec and shove it on this console, then it should work, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's not the case. I did get that fly, by the way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, I am paying attention to everything Stone says. We just got to get rid of these flies, guys. Uh, fly, guys. But okay, so this is coming out. We don't know when, but I would say probably... November, if not October, for Xbox. What do you say? Something like that for them? Border Gate Three. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's supposed to come
1: out later this year. Um, they just haven't announced a date or anything yet. But yeah, it's I don't know. It's concerning because it's like you see high profile stuff like this, and it makes you think like our developers like, intentionally leaving out, like, features, right, in order to make it to where their games will work on Xbox Series X.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, because Forza had trouble with it, too, apparently. Yeah? Uh, you said Forza? Yeah, Forza had trouble with, uh, development
0: on the Series S as well, um... I really do like I said when I talk about card game not being funny. I do want to play one. I know Forza is good, so I can imagine like someone being upset that their Forza game on their Series S isn't the same quality as what's on the X, you know, or mm-hmm. PC, that kind of stuff. Um. So. Has no plans at this time to release a... This is like the Xbox section of the podcast, I guess. <laughs> because the Xbox dropped a lot of shit during Gamescom. Uh, there has no plans of a mid-gen console before the next big Xbox, six, Xbox system comes up. Speaking of the Juergen, Super said he understands why people are asking this in part because there is belief among some people that every game should run at 4K 60 frames. And the current hardware can't deliver this. (laughs) Like, which is Eddie Mokic at, uh, GameSpot that with the article. Um, it's interesting conversation because he says, and it starts to feel like more like PC, which is clearly a good ecosystem that's healthy. But then I'm like, okay, well, what's the difference with difference then between console and PC? If we're in this mode, of every two years a new GPU comes out or CPU and there's a bunch of things he said.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean it's like this, right? Um, <clears throat> like I said the, the consoles like the draw the the draw of developing for consoles is that they are a set of hardware that's known a, a known quantity that you can design for, right?
0: And it's a whole thing.
1: Yeah, well cuz PCs um, are just wild and varied, right? There's so many different parts that you can do and put together in different combinations and it's crazy, right? And then people are wondering about this mid-console refresh because that's what they did last generation. But the reason that last generation we had a mid-cycle refresh in the, you know, PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, um, the reason that those existed is because of technological changes with, like, TV makers, basically. Yeah. So... 4K became um, more prevalent. more re- more relevant, more prevalent. Yeah, uh, you know, it saturated the market uh, enough to where it was like, okay, well, we need to have stuff that you know works with these TVs, right? Yeah. So that's why, like the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, they could do 4K30, you know, for their generation of games. Yeah. And. You know that was a cool thing that they did. I bought a Peaceful Pro. It worked great. Yeah,
0: I, I bought mine because of Red Dead Redemption Two, which I still haven't played. Yeah, I bought uh, the, uh, I bought mine for God of War. <laughs> oh, you're pro for that? Yeah, cool. Cool. I, I didn't get a pro until like I said until Red Dead because like, well, this would probably be a better experience to be able to play it and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but then I pretty much just played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and then still. Now I want to play Red Dead Two. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. We're gonna play that. We're <laughs>
1: But it's yeah. true though. Uh, well, and there's also talks about Sony releasing a modified version of the PS5 as well. Um, I don't think it's a Pro or anything. I think it. I, I don't think it's a Slim either. I think mm-hmm. it's just like a slight redesign of the
0: chassis. Yeah. Another part of the article he says is like. Take PC as an example. We don't really talk about the latest AMD or N- NVIDIA GPUs as part of a generation. We see it as more continuous and step than step function.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I would say that as well. Like it's PC hardware is like a continuous iteration, right? It, mm-hmm. Every every year, every six months, we're hearing about you know what NVIDIA is doing, what Intel's doing, what AMD is doing, you know. Um, yeah, so it's. And it's like I said, that's why like designing for PC is complicated because of the vast array of hardware and hardware configurations you can
0: have. Okay, last quote from him because like we said from the uh, top, he said, if we get into a console world where every two years we now have three or four closed ecosystems that are upgrading their hardware every two years, I'm going to wonder, how is that helping creators or players since you at it? To me, it feels like we are creating a ton of com- complexity for creators and players in something that used to be very simple. And maybe there's another model for us. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so like like Stone was saying, what Spencer, uh, Phil Spencer was saying it's like, look, bro, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. What What is the gain here? What are What are we getting at all this? Right. Mhm, mm-hmm. Also, like we can throw like kind of like saying we're the Xbox section. But also we could throw a PlayStation in here too, though, with Sony in here too, with the whole port port uh portal. Yeah, is that what this is called? It's just called the portal.
1: Yeah, the the handheld or yeah quote the quote unquote handheld console. <laughs> yeah The uh the blatant rip off of another product called a backbone. Yeah. Uh that is like that's exactly what that is. <laughs> it's a, it's a thing that straps to your phone to give you a controller to play the game on. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how that's any different than a backbone. I I have to look more into it.
0: <laughs> I mean cuz I guess it's the remote play, but you can remote play. From you can your remote phone. play from your phone already. Yeah. That's can. what in the backbone
1: allows you to use a controller with the remote play feature. I don't like I don't get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who is this for? Why? <laughs> I think it's just to say that it's like Sony developed type of thing. I don't know. This type of stuff is going to like, because like, I know I've talked about it. I'm being serious. Like, all this stuff, like if I start streaming, it's like, what do you really need? You only need one console, two consoles to stream. You know, all you need is your PlayStation and a switch because all your Xbox games and stuff, you can just play on your PC. That kind of stuff, you know what I mean? So I'm like, why would I need a handheld device for that? You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just kind of weird. Mm. But no, um, yeah, Microsoft is there. Microsoft knows what they're doing, and like that's the thing. Like Stone said it that Microsoft wants to be able to be on PlayStation someday. They want Game Pass to be on PlayStation.
1: Yep uh they, they want to become steam basically they, they want to have a platform that uh you come and you can buy games and you can stream your games from their platform like that's what they want they don't want to be a console maker they want to make they'll, they'll sell you hardware so you can stream to their platform you know stream for their platform or whatever but they, what they really want is for their app to be on every other ecosystem
0: mm-hmm. I mean because like you know me like I got an Xbox but have I bought a single game for an Xbox no I'm just using Game Pass you know game pass. and you know based off reviews I'm telling you this right now because reviews go live on Thursday for this bullshit I, I better see a lot of 10s <laughs> I need to see a lot of 10s for the Starfield game man <laughs> People spending eighty dollars and spending like seventy dollars on headphones and sixty dollars on controllers. Oh, did you see the sticker for Starfield? I didn't put it in here. Like they mm-hmm. got like a skin now, like where you can uh, make your Xbox look like it. Huh, nice. <laughs> uh, so
1: I looked at it again. Um, the, the so the PlayStation Portal Ooh. is a dedicated device. It's not just the controller pieces that strap to your phone. Okay. It actually like has its own screen and like processing units and stuff like that, so it is a dedicated device. So that is a little different. Whatever, bro. I'd still just spend the hundred bucks <laughs> on
0: Backbone and like everything. Day. You just, you didn't help your case by saying it was a. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: I'm just saying. Okay, it's it's its own thing. It's not just a, a rip off of another device. I'm walking that back.
0: You're not even walking that back because a lot of people on X right now are. We're still going to call that shit Twitter.
1: Um, on the uh, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. I
0: don't know if it, yeah, got one. I think I broke the that off offer. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm three for three right, right now, guys. The flies are disappearing. Uh, <laughs> no, the platform that Stone was talking about. Yeah. People are like seeing as, a, what's the point behind this shit? Who was this really for? You know, mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. not me. I'm not buying it. I just don't get behind the whole quality streaming right now. I think we only have one more fly in here. Anyways, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, new more stuff. Going to jail for, yeah, for leaking Starfield.
1: Well, he's not going to jail for leaking Starfield. He leaked Starfield and is also going to jail. Um, so, uh, apparently this guy, uh, Dan Harris, oh. leaked the for, the first 45 minutes of gameplay online. Um, he has since been arrested and charged with uh, felony possession of stolen property worth 2500 to $10,000. And a misdemeanor charge for possession of stolen property worth $1,000 or less. And another misdemeanor charge for possession of marijuana. Uh, so, none of the publicly available booking records show that he like had Starfield. But it's not in small... like it, It's a small leap in logic to be like, oh, well... That's what it was, yeah. because he he obviously put this online, and then he got arrested for having stolen property, and also yeah. like that means that he had Starfield before it was supposed to be out,
0: <laughs> so it was stolen at some point, oh, most it's likely. So fucking funny though. It's like, oh yeah.
1: Um, apparently, he was also selling copies of the game early. Uh, yeah, on another website uh, called Mercari.
0: Man, this is like the worst game heist ever. I don't know, yeah. Just, he, he put all this shit online and he was like, "Oh no, not know how I got caught. And it's, it's just so stupid.
1: But yeah, so apparently he was selling copies of the game, including copies of the Constellation Edition, which is like the higher-end version of the game. Is that the one you got? No, I Oh, well. I don't know. I got the upgrade, whatever the digital upgrade was.
0: The early access one?
1: Yeah. Is it, is it like 80 bucks or something like that? Uh, it was like 100 I think. Because it was the game plus the, the upgrade. What's the upgrade? Well, the upgrade is like getting all the digital content and getting early access and stuff like that.
0: Really? Yeah. You can't just get early access? Oh, wait. This game is fucking $70.
1: Yeah. And I, I went ahead and just bought the game too because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to play it early if I didn't buy the game. It has since been confirmed that you only need to buy the upgrade if you have it on Game Pass.
0: Oh really? Yeah. So I just need to buy the upgrade.
1: Yeah. If you if you get, if you pay for the forty dollar upgrade, you'll you'll have access to the um, game Ga- early.
0: Game early on. Oh shit! On Game Pass. Yep. Let's go, yo! motherfucker! You know what I'm doing next weekend. <laughs> exactly. Come back and like come on the podcast. Like, look, bro. Look, well, bro. I got shit to do, but we're gonna do this shit. We out in the stars now. Out in the stars. Speaking of which, uh, let's just go to the other starfield thing that's on here, which might drive Stone crazy. Is that saying that the game doesn't even start until after you beat it, <laughs> the main story? <laughs> you don't like it, or do you I, like it? <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. What do you me. <laughs> I
1: mean. <laughs> I don't want to be on rails. I want to go explore the stars, you know? Like, leave me alone.
0: I, don't, I think, uh, but that's, that's after 130 hours, though. Yeah, uh, that's what... Um,
1: yeah, it says here in an interview uh, about Starfield with uh, Pete Hines, uh, he related to a conversation that he had with Todd Howard when he was about 80 hours into the game and he hadn't even started doing the main quest. <laughs> After Ho- Howard insisted that he had to uh, get into the main storyline, he spent the next 50 hours doing just that.
0: Just in the main storyline, good gosh. And there apparently there is New Game Plus mode for this. Why, though? <laughs> I mean, that seems like a lot. Uh, <laughs> like... Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> My thing is, like, I was talking to a girl that was Twitch streaming, because I told her, like, look, word on the street is that uh, the game doesn't even start until after you beat it. She says, like, I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. Because it's like, we spend so much time, I'd rather just enjoy and love the game when I'm going through it for you to tell me that the game really starts at the end of the game. Mm Mm-mm. It's just like well, like I, under- just, I understand like games like Diablo Four, Monster Hunter, those games are meant to do that, you know. Yeah. But other games are, you say, well, it doesn't start until after you beat it. It's like uh, I'd just rather go do something else, you know.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel saying that it doesn't really start until after you finish the main quest, I think is a little misleading. Um, you know it. It depends on what all it locks in the story, I guess. But um, they're basically just pushing for people to go and engage with the main story, is what it seems like. Yeah. From this conversation, um, that's probably because most people in Skyrim don't actually finish Skyrim, <laughs> or <laughs> Fallout Four, for that matter. Did you beat both games? I've beaten both games. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I've gone through this. I've gone through the main mission at least once. But I, I will say, it's probably only been once or twice. Like, i spent a lot of hours in both of those games, and most of them isn't engaging with the main story. It's just doing other shit. It's just doing other shit, because there's just so much shit to engage with, you know?
0: Okay. I mean, I can get behind it. I'm not mad about the game at all. I think it might be game of the year. Honestly, this will let me know if I win the games. our, our games this year. If Starfield gets a pretty much a perfect score across the board, and they think that this is going to be the next Skyrim for the next ten years, I will win. <laughs> Good on you. <ya. laughs> like I'm just saying it now, I will win. I'm excited. This is going to be my first Bethesda game. Yeah. It has to be the Star one and not the medieval one, which I'm more interested in. But you know, cool. Uh, I think I saw something on here that where they thought that maybe they released the game, announced uh, Odyssey 6 a little too soon. Because you know they haven't been working on that shit at all. I mean, I'm sure they have been working on it a little bit, but I also think that
1: they announced it and it's probably not going to come out for another six or seven years.
0: So the next console? Probably. probably. Or at the very end of this console life cycle, maybe. Speaking of which. I, like so St- I know Stone's excited for Starfield. I'm excited. <sighs> I just don't. I just don't want to put Border Tech down. I really don't. Mm-hmm. When I, once I start it, I just want to keep playing. I know I do. Cause like I'm making, been making rolls and shit. And I'm like oh god, like oh, I this story's engaging. There you go. And all of a sudden, like I'm starting to get used to like uh, the toggle screen. Mm-hmm. I'm like oh wait, I can just move scroll with the that kind of thing. Well, there you go. You just keep playing that and you can play
1: Starfield the next week. You don't have to... Huh? I say, you, you, you could just keep playing Baldur's Gate. Don't even buy Starfield and play it next weekend.
0: Well, you talking about next Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could play all... I could probably play Baldur's Gate all week, but again, I got a deadline to meet so for my writing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you go do other things and then you don't even spend money on
1: Starfield. Just play it when it comes out normally
0: <laughs> because it's already installed yeah. you know yeah but it's only $40 you know it's only $40 yeah. anyways God of War Ragnarok DLC is rumored to be in the making how you feel Stone? I mean I'm
1: here for it you know <laughs> like they've done stu- like ex- er, not Xbox but PlayStation Studios have done stuff like that before like with the original uh, Horizon Zero Dawn um, there wasn't any DLC planned for that game. Mm-hmm. Like, the game did it very well, and then they're like, well, I guess we could make a DLC for it, which is my favorite kind of DLC, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's stuff
0: that wasn't planned. It was like, yeah, we could do that. So, would you want this DLC, because I know it's supposed to be a two-parter, mm-hmm. do you want it towards the end of the game, or do you want it like where it continues the story, or do you want it like mid-level shit? I wanted to continue the story. Okay, cool. Because that's what the first Horizon Zero: of Frozen Wilds was. It was like yeah. a, like a mid level shit. Mm-hmm. So okay, cool.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it interjected itself like in the middle of it, basically, and kind of did some side story stuff, which I think is fine. Um, but I want to see what comes next for God of War for sure. Uh, and I so I'd be interested to see what the DLC would be. Um, how it would further the game, you know.
0: Uh, I, I do know, like, if I do start God of War anytime soon, and people want me to hang out or anything, I'm not. No. I'm telling you straight up, I'm not. <laughs> I don't care what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I do need
1: to finish some of the endgame content for God of War. There's, like, a few, like... um like side objectives and things like that to kind of open up at the end of the game and also stuff that you can like go back and do you know mm-hmm, yeah it's like I, I still need to go back and do some of that stuff so like if a DLC came out I would probably do all that and then start on the DLC you know mm-hmm,
0: yeah I just I just know me because that's why I was me, the last guy of War is that to this day like I haven't beaten it because of you know writing and doing other stuff mm-hmm. just have been the gaming mindset there's so many that came out cool, whatever, but and also I was playing Eldering, Ring, hmm. so it's just like art right, cool, but because I know, like, once I play, start God of War up, I don't want to play anything else that kind of thing. Bob, but this is a good time to be a gamer, that's all. Oh, gosh, another one Dragon Age Dread well might not be coming out until like 2025 at the earliest summer 2024. The latest 2025. Yeah. I feel like this game has been talked about for like the last 10 years.
1: <laughs> I don't think it's been that long, but it has been a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, it's just they keep, apparently it keeps getting pushed back internally. Uh, I guess they keep
0: not... losing people too. Yep. Well, losing and cutting people too. Cutting, like they cut 50 people. Including yep. the writer, the original uh, director, or something like that, I think, mm-hmm. uh, that made this.
1: But apparently, uh, I mean, and this is amid them also working on a Mass Effect game, too, which apparently the Mass Effect team has been drafted to assist with development on Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Uh, while a small group led by Mike Gamble continue toward uh, pre-production on the next entry in the sci-fi series.
0: Pre-production. We're not even in them. Damn. Not even in the middle of it yet. Damn. Jeez. Well, that's on the Mass Effect game. Yeah, on the Mass Effect game. But it's right. just like, good gosh. I need to play those. They're on Game Pass. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you start it up? Did you get to like the second one?
1: Yeah, I'm like in the middle of the second game. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then I get distracted with other
0: shit and I just haven't gone back to it. <laughs> like, I remember because I he's like this motherfucker <laughs> this guy right here I mean so I know how Mass Effect 3 ends and it's just like uh, all that shit that you said that would matter didn't matter at the end of this game so why are we still playing it um black uh, black myth wukong I didn't put it on here I think oh yeah I did um it feels great the combat feels like a soul's light yep really good
1: Yep, that's according to uh, IGN. The, the IGN authors here. Apparently, they've gotten some hands-on experience with it.
0: Yeah, I've seen some people wonder if there'll be like more, like different weapons that you can use, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to play that. Those games are always fun. All right, Aether Knight's release date moved up. I so i grabbing this game. It's only it's only a thirty dollar game, and it plays like a Persona game. Oh, yeah! <laughs> it starts off like yeah, dating night, that kind of stuff. Like a dating They'll Get you night. some uh, some cousin Persona there. <laughs> it could pretty much cousin Persona. Yeah, that's all that's it is. Great value Persona. Great value Persona. It's only thirty dollars, and it's a. It starts off like it too. It's like the end of the world happens, and all of a sudden, like you gotta like save it. It's kind of darker. I'm like, all right, $30. I can play this game. So I might, if I take a break from Starfields for that. Uh, there's like a free uh, free to play Souls-like game coming out. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Soulframe is the name of it. Uh, looks uh, for, I'm surprised that we didn't see like any Elden Ring uh, DLC announcements. Cause you know it's coming. I like how the, there's a poll on IGM Like, will you play Soul Frame? Be more. Uh, well, oh wow, Warframe and Soul Frame, same studio. Hmm. Interesting. Attracts. Yeah, Soul Frame, Warframe. I I try to play Warframe. I need to try to play Warframe. I tried
1: to play Warframe. I couldn't get into
0: it. Does any of them? Okay. If you couldn't get into them, then I know I probably. It know. would well.
1: It I mean it might be different if I had started with it from the beginning, you know. But whenever I hopped into it, there was just too much shit. I just didn't get it, and I was just like, I don't, I don't want to learn all this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like a lot of bullshit. I'm just like I wasn't <laughs> here for it.
0: <laughs> You're like I just want to pop in, pop out, that kind of thing. Um. Let's see. Game delay due to office fire. Yeah, uh, so the
1: developers of Phasmophobia, uh, which is Connected Games, uh, apparently they had a a fire at their office. Mm -hmm. Uh, And because of unpredicted development issues uh, and their ability to test and develop being significantly impacted, uh, they've decided to delay the game. Uh, which the game was initially set to come out in, in late August but now it will be coming out in uh, the week of Halloween this October Phasmophobia. is their aim.
0: Phasmophobia is the name of the game. You'll
1: which I believe that Phasmophobia is currently out on um, on PC but it's just this is the console release for Xbox and PlayStation.
0: Let me see if I can see a video of that one. Yeah.
1: It's like a horror game.
0: Oh, yeah. I figured that much and just like... <laughs> so cute. Anyways. Yeah. Pesachophobia, Green play. Oh, yeah. It's the... Yeah, Paranormal Hunts aren't easy. That kind of game. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. That's... It's unfortunate that happened, but... Give these give Deb some time. It's, it stinks that the root of fire that happened. Um, <laughs> it really does. Last of the season two delayed. We are in a writer's strike right now, so I'm not surprised. Yep. Uh,
1: you know, and I'm I'm okay with that. You know, I'd rather that the uh, writers, actors, you know, get a fair wage whenever they're, uh, you know, working for their their craft, you know. I'd rather that
0: they get paid to, uh, you know, paid a living wage to do what they do. Yep, I, like I said like I've had people say like, "Well, you're gonna not miss out. You're not gonna feel that way when there's nothing to watch like this fall." You no, know? there's plenty of shit to watch. Yep, it's like you know what? I'll go back through my back catalog
1: of shit that I couldn't watch because there there's too much shit coming out all the time already.
0: Either that, or I could go do something else in my life. Yep. <laughs> like, write a book. <laughs> go write my own fucking book. <laughs> write, my, write a book. Or play some D&D. Or go to the fucking gym. You know? There
1: is there is plenty of shit to do. You do not need to push writers to come off of their strike to uh, ease your boredom. If you are bored, go find something
0: to fucking do. That's exactly what that is. and just... First world entitlement problems. And I hate saying shit like that. but it's hey, it, it is it is though. For real. But, yeah. I, I mean,
1: I'm excited for the last of season two. I'm um, excited to see where they go with it and exactly what all they do. Because the, the first season basically shot for shot re- retells the story of uh, the game, the first game. Mm-hmm. So including the DLC for the first game. Yup. Um, and even expands on it, you know, Yep, yep, yep. So, I, I know that the second game is way bigger than the first game. Hell yeah. So, it won't fit neatly into one season, so I'm curious to see what they do with it. Cool, cool, cool. Nightingale,
0: more news, just some cool shit for you. <laughs> Survival of the Grandest Scale, according to IGN. Yep, so apparently, like, I knew that there was, like, you know, crafting stuff for it. I didn't realize that there was going to be combat things. Combat in this game looks fucking fun. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I mean, you know, I think every good survival game needs something to survive from. Uh. Sorry, you're hearing Persona Three music. I think that game, that game launches next year. I can't wait. I'm a Persona fan. February second. Are you fucking with me? How in the world is that gonna, that's gonna come out a day after fucking? Grand Blue Fantasy. Mm-hmm. I swear, man. I just don't. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't.
1: But yeah, so in, in Nightingale, um, there's an extensive crafting system and building system in the game, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm excited for. I like that sort of stuff. Uh, and then there's also the ability to you know travel between realms. Uh, apparently, each of the realms are about two kilometers squared in size. Uh, so like each map isn't necessarily crazy huge. Um, but apparently there is a lot of different realms to visit, and they have different challenges and,
0: uh, places to explore, It looks like you can switch between third person and first person, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely seems like there's some first person aspects to it. I, I, everything I saw was third person, so.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't see any
1: first person? I just saw the first person. I mean, all the, all the, like, footage and stuff I saw of it was you know, third person. But I am... There hasn't really been a lot of gameplay released online because they've been in, like, closed alphas and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, but from the gameplay, I just saw footage that went from third person to first person. Well, I Man, you know, you got both options. Book?
1: There you go. There you go.
0: Take one from Bethesda's books. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure other studios do it, too. Um, last... Oh, GTA does it, though. So. Yeah. Um... Banishers Ghosts of New Eden. This game, it's on my radar a little bit. Yeah. It says it's like Exorcist Witchers. <laughs> Gameplay. Yeah. Um
1: What was that game that I just played a little while ago? It was on um It was on Game Pass and it was kind of like I don't know. Yeah, it kind of looks like The Witcher. It, it reminds me a lot of this other game that's like Great Value Witcher. Yeah. Gre- um, Greedfall? Greedfall, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of Greedfall.
0: Oh, I'm kind of ecstatic about this game for some reason, but nope. it looks cool. I'm going to wishlist it on PC. Oh, this is from developer
1: uh, Don't Nod. Uh, and apparently, it is a choice-based fighting action RPG. Oh, so that's the Witcher.
0: RPG. So the so that's where the Witcher type of game play fills in because the choice. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's an it. It looks like it's got action RPG stuff, which is kind of weird because don't nod usually. Um,
0: Oh, that's, it's going to be cool, I think, hopefully. I don't know when the game comes out. Yeah,
1: so. uh, Developer Don't Nod did uh, Vampire, uh, Light the Strange, Light the Strange 2.
0: Don't I did Vampire? Yeah. Like the one with the vampire? Okay, cool. They were the developers for Vampire. <laughs> no wonder I'm kind of pill to play this game then. Yeah. Because didn't you like Vampire 2? I liked it. Did you beat it? Not yet. Get so close to beating games and just like, fuck it. We're done.
1: Well, you know, some of those
0: games are like games I'm playing whenever I don't have other games to play. (laughs) Oh, Vampire. Totally, 100%. I get that. Yeah. So it's like, I do always recommend it though. Like, yeah, play the game. (laughs) But it doesn't say when the game is supposed to come out. I know it's like September or some shit. November twenty twenty three. November. Yeah. Uh it got pushed back. Yeah, so
1: the current release date uh looks like it's November seventh, twenty
0: twenty three. Cool, cool, cool. I'm surprised that we didn't see Hollow Knight Silk Song, nothing like that. I don't think that game's coming out anytime soon. Uh, there's I know what I think I mentioned is that another game that's kinda similar to it called Crown Sorn. If I'm sorry if that's wrong, I can always walk it back next week. Uh, they had to like push back their stuff because they had more money, and then so the development got bigger. It's like holy shit. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I like hearing that. Um, let's see what else before we wrap up. I think no, that's that's literally all the. So, we had a pretty good Gamescom this year. <laughs> yep. It's just... That's just Gamescom in a nutshell. Uh, Open Night Live was great. Um, we just been hanging out. Um, are you watching anything good right now? Just curious. Uh, I started rewatching watching Avatar last year, Bender. Ah. Uh, yeah. You know, legit, they do have Avatar. Yeah. game. The role-playing game? Yeah. Nice. i was just like, oh, that's cool, but I probably bought it a lot cheaper than I would at this damn store. No offense. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not.
1: You know, it depends. Sometimes you get good deals at Gen Con. Sometimes you just get early access to stuff. Sometimes you get exclusive content. Got it all
0: this year. Right. Got it all. It depends on where you go and what you do. Yeah, for always. No, I'm saying I got it like at Gen County, you gotta like you know it's also you're buying from the actual people that work for the company you know yep which is always cool it's like oh yeah I uh, I think that would be a cool run one to mm-hmm. run that or the anime 5e that Jacob has yep. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, I think Harley seemed interested in, in running a
1: game in the uh, the avatar system so
0: cool I know you had talked talk about like having like a hmm Send your email or something like that. How are you doing that? Do you know? Do I like send an email like to see who's who's running like a calendar that kind of thing?
1: Oh yeah, there's a there's a gaming community calendar that we were getting set up. Um, I really have not been involved in like the development of it or anything, uh, but I'm invited to it right now, and I've put up oh, my games on there. Um, I think the goal is to get everybody. In, that's interested in being in on the calendar invited to it uh, and having them like assigned as players like in different games and such so you know who's available when and who's doing what where
0: oh that makes sense
1: um, but I haven't really worked
0: on it or anything it's just to me the invite if you could yeah. 'Cause like I say, like, you know me, I'm just kind of in and out with some of these games just in general. Yeah. <laughs> but, get you. Everyone's like, You don't you don't do anything fair like shit. Man. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. So no, I've just been watching Suits. It's like, Am I watching Suits? Or am I watching Meghan Markle? Or Princess. Is she a princess still? I don't know. Duchess? I don't know. Something like that. Beautiful lady. <laughs> Beautiful lady. <laughs> you, you know how it is. <laughs> um, but anyways, outside of that, let's get out of here, bro. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, you get some rest in me too. Uh, let's see. Recommended game. Say I'll record. armor core. Armor no, core. Check her I'll out. Check it out. Uh, let's see. I haven't really dove too much into Borders Gate three, but I would probably say that or Jedi Survivor. I that's one one thing I have been playing too again just to say I beat it. It's doing this weird thing, like where I'm fighting bosses, and like there's maybe like a quarter of the of the health left, and it just goes straight into the cutscene like I beat it.
1: Hmm. I mean, maybe that's the condition for beating the boss. You know. Some of them you don't have to kill, Perry.
0: Man, I've watched, no, I watched combat is
1: not always the answer.
0: Shoot, I watched this video from a uh, this short from Sasha Gray. Yes, the content creator of other things because she's in the streaming service now and Bird Brandon. She was playing the game. She's like, so I delete the game. And what happened was that she was supposed to fight a boss or something, and like she felt her death on accident. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, I'm just magically over here. And, like, the cutscene played out. Like, the cutscene played out like she was fighting the thing. And she Mm -hmm. won. And she didn't even do anything. And she got her skill point. She said, excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) Wait a minute. Excuse me. Like, no, this game is trash, man. (laughs) Like, you didn't even give me a chance to fight it. Like, what just happened? Like, the boss just unallowed himself. Just gonna, you know, uh, use the force. She found a secret speed running technique. <laughs> Super secret speed run technique. I mean, we're. I guess I'll, I'm gonna try it whenever I get to that point. I guess you just fall to your death, but also have your lightsaber out or some shit. Hmm. We'll find out. We'll find <laughs> <Whatever>. out <laughs> next time on so, Adventures <laughs> of yeah, that's Survivor. Um. Yeah. So play Boulder Gate three. Um. Let's see. Last uh, recommended game? No, right, recommended game show of the week.
1: I'm going to say after yeah, a last airbender. It's a and good show. Go watch all. it.
0: I'm going to go ahead and write that down because I know it's your favorite. I' only seen it once. Not for me. And you know, I'm just going to say Suits. Suits <laughs> is good. So, yep, see 2 I'm about to like go watch it now actually. Jeez. There you go. I got some time before I go see the Meg 2. If anyone needs anything, thank you. We out of here. We'll see you next week. But or maybe your thoughts with Starfield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ready to go? Are you are you like predictions? How you think it's going to review? Get uh, good ask you that. Hmm, You're Like how <laughs> Is it going to be 10s across the board?
1: I think it's either going to be... I think it's going to be 8s or it's going to be 10s. It's either going to be
0: excellent or it's just going to be mediocre. Is it going to be game of the year, quality? We'll find out. We'll find out <laughs> next time <laughs> on... Hey, wait, <laughs> I, I don't, what's funny is that they're saying that the reviews aren't going out until the day before the game comes out. Well, when does that's... the game come out though right that's, that's a
1: well, and that's the thing too is like you usually if reviews are coming out the day before the game releases, that's usually kind of sketchy is it I think so i mean i I feel like if you can't like if you can't have the reviews set out there a week beforehand, if you're not confident in your game like that,
0: then there there may be something going on there i mean not really necessarily. I mean, God of War got tinged and it came out, what, two or three days afterwards. Let's do that really fast. Then we'll get the fuck out of here. Starfield review embargo date. Come on. Be quick. Uh, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. So the day before early access. The day before early access. Okay, I can live with that. Okay, you can live with that. <laughs> I can live with that. I can live with okay, that. Okay, so yeah, Starfield. It goes up at Central Eastern Time. What's Pacific? PDT? PDT. Yeah. So, about 11 o'clock our time is when reviews go up. So, I'm going to go and say this is a game of the year contender. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I trust Bethesda.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: For some reason, like, I just know a lot. You, my friend Mal, you guys really love Bethesda, so I trust you all with this one. It's going to be my first one, because like I said, like, motion sickness used to be a thing. It's not as much anymore, because you know I'm going to play Cyberpunk. So, yeah, here we go. With that being said, we love you guys. We're going to get out of here. We'll do the camera shit next week. We're just tired as fuck this week. Peace.